Do you really want your company to stand out in the crowded digital space? Do you want to get more people to know, like, and trust you with your story? Authentic Web Video Marketing Agency can help you to collect those stories, the stories that sell, connect the stories to the situation, produce the videos that you need in each of the situations, and then use the latest techniques, including video ads, retargeting, and email to deliver those video stories. Authentic Web is the video production and marketing agency trusted by top marketers to help their story stand out in a crowded space. Visit AuthenticWeb.media to learn more. In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Welcome to another episode of the Garlic Marketing Show. I am Garlic here, and today we have a guest who was head of divisions, product divisions for Nike and Hewlett Packard and Verifone, a product development expert, mechanical engineer background, which I think is super interesting. Interesting because I think that lends a lot to him. Uh, but today we're going to talk about a super interesting topic and a very important topic in marketing. Chat bots and chat in general uh peter laskowski and i didn't ask you to pronounce your name beforehand but i'm hoping i said it right <laughs> peter yeah, how are you it's, doing it's today? okay it's close enough <laughs> how do you how do you pronounce it it's uh lasowski yeah, okay lasowski yeah. um and is that polish it is uh ukrainian actually ukrainian yeah so, that's why there's yeah. an e at the end and Instead of- yeah, it was a misspelling in through Ellis Island. The, at least the story was told by my dad, so I have to go with that. <laughs> well, my my name last garlic was originally a different spelling in Polish, so oh, okay, uh, that's where that came from. So, um, uh, so Peter, you know, your chatbot nation, um, you've got all these chatbots. Explain to people first of all what chatbots are, because uh, some people might not know. And what you, how you see them going and what, what, what they're doing? Sure. That's a great question. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Um, chatbots basically uh, are automated uh, programs that interact with people. Uh, and they can be done through uh, platforms like Facebook, through Facebook Messenger. But they can also be done through websites, uh, WeChat, Slack, Kick, and others. So basically... Uh, it's a way to interact and have a, an engaged communication uh, with a bot um, that really helps people out, whether it be lead generation, customer service, um, any kind of sales conversions. Bots can handle a lot of things 24-7 uh, to aid businesses and, and scale and grow their businesses. And and explain to people how they work because people – I mean I, I think – a lot of people don't understand exactly like what it does inside of the chat. Sure. So let's we'll, we'll take the uh, let's just take the first example of Facebook and Facebook Messenger. So mm-hmm. 
Uh, and I can give you a, kind of a story of when we started using these because bots, chatbots, I mean, um, bot technology has been around for quite a while. But as you know, Ian, uh, Facebook just opened up their Facebook Messenger to bot technology and that platform and API here at the end of this last year. And that's when I jumped in. I had been watching them in my business incubator and kind of, you know, because I, I believe that this is a mega trend. And so we started experimenting. So basically, if you guys do Messenger um, on Facebook, what happens is, is that a bot can open up and start open the Facebook Messenger window and can start talking to you. So it can start interacting and asking you questions. Uh, it can engage. But the key factor, in is chatbots are only talking to people it's based on a user-driven experience that's relevant and is interesting to them so think about it like um you know maybe some of you guys that are listening when we were kids we had the uh, storybooks or if you're a gamer today a video gamer you're going out like in zelda out to a land that you choose and you're interacting with that land so that's what chatbots do is they basically are not shoving marketing messages down their your throat. They're creating an experience for you that's relevant to you that can be fun and engaging and humanized. And that's where we're getting some significant results and significant conversions. That's awesome. And, um, you know, and I was at um, uh, Traffic and Conversion listening to Roland Frazier, who's going to be on the show soon. And he was doing a great presentation, just showing how much chat, like how little apps are being downloaded except for chat apps and how, yeah. mu- how much people are using them now. Because, you know, and that's a lot of people like put chat on their website a few years ago, five, six years ago, and, like it doesn't work. But it's a whole new world, right, of how people are engaging with chat. Yeah, they are. And we actually, uh, with my my business partners and I, we're creating a whole new business category. Um, one of my favorite books that I've read recently, and I know you read a lot of books, is uh, called Play Bigger. And yeah. It's about category design and how do you not just be better, but be different. Uh, you know, you look at things like the iPhone, iPad, Uber, mm-hmm. uh, Facebook. These are all category changers. And so we we are moving in this whole direction. We've we've created a category in called relationship experience technology or RET. And what that means is we are already creating a humanized connection uh, that's a third way. So think about it like Starbucks, right? Starbucks is not your home. It's not an office. It's a third place where you go hang out and have coffee and you can work, right? So chatbots are a third-way technology. They're not a website. They're not a bot. They can be this interactive, humanized experience. So what I mean by that specifically is we're creating whole animated characters that can talk to you, that interact uh, with a person, that create this user-driven experience. But it's very humanized and it's very funny. I'll I'll give you an example. Um, uh, Jamie, my business partner, Jamie J at Slapshot Studio, was on John Lee Dumas's show uh, not too long ago on Entrepreneur on Fire, and so we had a we had a contest, Ian, and we put we put together a chatbot and uh, we created this bot called Wilson. You can go check it out; it's over there. And Wilson, as you remember, is from the Castaway movie, right, with Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. So we created this really funny chatbot. We made Wilson like this over the top. He was a talking volleyball, but people could go like Survivor, uh, the TV show. They could go and do a challenge as part of the winning the contest. So they could go to the beach. They could go to uh, the mountains and go hiking or fishing. But here's what happened that really blew me away, Ian. 
what happened is all the people came through the messenger and engaged with Wilson. We had almost 94% of the people finish the entire challenge, and then 60% went out and finished the full written page, offered up their name, phone number, email address, mailing address in order to be part of the contest. And we got several people that wrote us and said, that Wilson cracked me up. He was like a hoot. I was laughing my head off. That's awesome. That's, that's a great story. That's what this story. is all about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean that uh, that's an incredible story. So like how many people did you have go through the contest? Uh we had uh out of that I think there was a little over 100 people. So uh, you know, if you look at uh 94% of the I, I mean there was uh yeah, it was a little over 100 uh that went through the contest and 94% of them finished in. Now this this bot is not a small bot like some of the you're seeing out there. This bot had over 2000 iterations that I built. Now it was a decision tree type bot, but it was big and it took people a little bit of time to get through it. But the whole idea is think about it this way, Ian. If you're engaged and you're having fun, you're going to stick with it, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm looking at – because this technology is so new, one of the premises we're looking at right now with analytics, and I know you're a big analytics guy, is that if you have a bot and it's a website bot, what could you do with your Google Analytics as far as stickiness and engagement by having the bot be there to direct people through their website instead of letting them free for all on your website and then, you know, bouncing off because they can't find the information? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's fantastic. And plus, I mean, the added bonus to well, a lot of people don't, like don't think about it until um, later on is if you can get people into a Facebook messenger and get them engaged, you get a you get an eighty some percent open rate, right? Or I mean, essentially a hundred percent open rate. Well, yeah. and and I'll tell you a little story about that one if you'd like to hear it. This is actually I own in our one of my business in our portfolio. I own a bricks and mortar, a health and wellness center. So this is not just for online people. So when it opened up in December at Facebook Messenger, what I did is I said, okay, and started in January. Here's an example of a marketing strategy. I said we're going to run a contest. So we're going to have a spa day. We're going to give away. It's about a $110 package if you go in and you register and become a Messenger list subscriber. So this is kind of like an email subscriber, but you're in Messenger, right? So what we did is we ran this contest. I spent, I did Facebook Messenger ads instead of the regular Facebook ads. So they clicked on that and it immediately opened up the Messenger window. Now, here's where it gets really, really intriguing. We had over 424 people enter the contest, and it was over a 90% click-through rate from the ad into Messenger. But here's where it gets even even more interesting. Because we open up the chat bot and it's user-driven, we started asking the people after they entered the contest, you know, if you go to a spa and you're doing a massage – we wanted to find out, well, are you are you having pain? Are you an athlete or are you super stressed? But what the bot's doing in the background is the bot is tagging and segmenting these people as they go through their journey. So now we're only – if someone has back pain, for example, we're only serving up information related to them and their back pain. We're not talking to them about athletic performance because they don't care, right? Yep. And what happened is, is because of that – we had um, that 90%, and then we had over 70% click through all the way to the end, take the quiz, and from that, we had 256 emails we collected as well. 
out of the 424. So, and, 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 high, and now you had a ton of data on those 256 And we had a ton of data, which now I'm serving up information. We had a pain management guide or a stress guide, but we can talk to them directly about what's interesting to them or what their problem is and provide them with a solution. You know, you can't, it's hard to do that. And we do have behavioral dynamics in email, but with chatbots, because it's so instant and it's so relevant and it's 24-7, it, I believe that's why the the rates are so dramatically increased. Yeah. Yep. 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 And it's it's so easy. It is yeah. so easy. You know. And also, I think right now another thing about chat is unlike email, it's cleaner, right? You don't have all this other stuff that's around it and to distract you, etc. It's one conversation happening, and I think that's a huge part of it too. Um, yeah. just thinking about the neuroscience of it and you're, you're big into neuroscience too. Besides being an engineer, I, I like the fact that you have a neuroscience knowledge that you're putting into this. How are you installing some of that into here? That's a great question, Ian. Um, so my background in neuroscience is almost a decade long. I work with, uh, I've worked with, uh, one of the leading neuroscientists in London, England, Nick Matthews, um, and we had created a whole program around this. Uh, basically, uh, if you get into the neuroscience aspect, when the chat is interacting, there's certain, as you know, because I know you study this as well, we, we're going after what's called the reward circuit in the brain. Mm-hmm. And that is an area where the, the brain is triggering neurotransmitter dumps like dopamine or oxytocin or norepinephrine or serotonin. But there's certain sensory inputs, one of which can be words or images because chatbots can use text, they can use images, they can use voice, they can use video. So there's a, there's a complete sensory input that's happening while the user is experiencing the chatbot. And we can use neuroscience to trigger certain neurotransmitter responses, which put, again, uh, I have a program called the Buying Mood Blueprint, which I sent over to you, which can help to put that person in that buying mood. But I, you know, I will say this, uh, going back to what you said about email, uh, and I've had a lot of people, you know, if you listen to some of the pundits out there, they're saying email, you know, won't go away. I, I'm here to predict uh, chatbots are the end of email, like email was the end of faxes. Uh, it's going to, you know, if you think about email, it has so much negative momentum to it where you have to go out to your inbox, you have to open the email, and then we all get flooded by all this noise. You have to search, you have to find it, you have to click through, you have to respond it, where, like you said, Ian, the chatbot opens up and it starts talking to you and it directs you and you can do, you can order pizza, you can do e-commerce, you can do customer service. Um, just about whatever you can think of, we develop bots for companies to help them in some of those different challenges, and that's what makes chatbots so powerful. Yeah, and, and you know, and it, once again, too, it's just it, it, not only is it opening it, but also it's cleaner because it's one conversation that you're seeing the latest conversation, and it's and it's a natural conversation. Whereas email, yeah. too, it's like, what is the person trying to say here? Because it's it's fifteen different yeah. things all piled on top of each other. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we have we have the capability right now. I mean, we haven't even talked about machine learning or artificial intelligence, which is um, we have machine learning capabilities right now. And we're working with companies to do that where a chatbot can actually here's an example. So we're talking to a client right now where they have several hundred stores and they they have uh, food ordering. So what the chatbot can do is the chatbot can go ahead and take their order as an e-commerce uh initiative 
But what it can do by machine learning is it can it can store that away. So we can go and send and receive data back and forth between uh, the database and the chatbot. But the but the machine learning can learn about what it is they uh, have interest in. It can serve that back up, or it can serve other things like it, just like Amazon does with other products. You bought this? Would you like this? So we now have that technology and capability in chatbots, and we can do that um, in many different situations like e-commerce as well. That's amazing. Um, and so, wow, I got so many questions. So, you know, the, the chats there, where, where do you see it becoming a problem? Like where, where, market, where marketers kill it? <laughs> You mean as far as where they're going to uh, – for for poor practices? Is that yeah. what you're getting at? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a great – I'm glad you brought that up, Ian, because that is such a good question. Um, here's what I'm seeing out there right now. First of all, um, as with any good marketing, uh, and I'm sure Ian has told you guys this before – uh, bad marketing is bad marketing. If you're being spammy, you're, uh, you are, are uh, pushing things down people's throats that they don't want. Number one, they can report you to Facebook, and Facebook can ban your Messenger account forever. So I wouldn't go down that pathway. And there are some Facebook Messenger um, terms and conditions and policies, which uh, we have that you do need to follow. So it always should be user-driven. It always should be relevant to the user. Okay, and that's good practice in any any marketing and telling a good story and interacting with the chatbot is is the right way to go. So those are some of the things that you want to be very careful about. Chatbots provide a very easy way to talk to people, but you can you can annoy people just as easily with a chatbot as you can with email or any other form of marketing if you're being spammy. The other thing I've seen Ian too is a lot of people uh, when they're doing these chatbots now they're not. They're not humanizing it. Um, this is why we have developed the RET, uh, the relationship experience technology with Third Way, is it has to be humanized. It has to be something that is engaging, that's entertaining, that gets people to laugh maybe because that is something – I mean think about it. If we're talking about um, websites, it's hard to do that, right? You can do it with mm-hmm. video. But it's hard to do it in a kind of a 2D format like websites. So chatbots really give that third dimension um, to anything on, on the Internet. Yeah. Yep. And, man, it's it's such a powerful format that we're still learning how to use. Now, if someone was just getting started and you're like, I don't know if chatbots are for me, but you guys have um, – tell me a little bit about a few of the chatbots. I think they're like pre-built or that you've you've created for different industries now? Yeah, we did. Um, so uh, if we have a set of demo bots that uh, it depends on you know what your you know what kind of business you are, but we covered the gambit. So we, if you go over to slapshotstudio.com forward slash chatbots, uh, you're going to see in there we have a. First of all, there's an overview video where Jamie and I are talking, and then I'm actually just like a lot of the. Uh, cartoon shows or animated TV series, I'm actually talking to, I've developed a character called Chase the Chatbot. And he's this little funny kind of snarky uh, uh, character that's a chatbot, but he's animated. And in that, um, I'm on screen and I'm actually talking to Chase. And we're having an interactive dialogue. Um, and then once you go there, then you're going to go into the different demo bots. We have uh, one demo bot for realtors, one for attorneys, 
one for local bricks and mortar businesses, and then one for online businesses. So if you're an online business like a coach, consultant, um, anybody doing e-commerce, the demo bots will give you an idea uh, about how you can apply it to your business. And you know the interesting thing, Ian, is everyone that goes through one of these demo bots, when I watch them, because we do a lot of Zoom video chats with different clients, you watch what goes on and it's like, it just blows their mind. They're like, oh my God, I could use it for this. I could use it for this. I could use it for that. Mm -hmm. But it really, they start connecting with the demo bot and immediately they right away they see, okay, I could use this for lead gen. I could use this as an expert bot. I could use this for customer service with FAQs. I could be a relationship bowler bot and offer a free lead magnet. I could use it for lead generation and have, you know, a pop in where on the website they click on the button immediately the bot pops up whether it's a website bot or a Facebook Messenger bot and it starts talking to me right away and says how can it be of service to you how can I help you? Yep, yeah. And, you know, I have a few friends that are using chatbots on their websites and they're really crushing it. You know, but one of the problems we've had is that people go to our con- we use it with the- on our contact page and we haven't gotten a lot of people opting in, you know, and we're in a business to business environment, authentic web, you know, we're an agency. Uh-huh. We see chat bots in the B2B environment, especially like, you know, there's certain people that just aren't logged into Facebook. Right. So um, that's where this is coming. So if you're this would be more of a website bot or a phone app bot, which we have the ability to actually integrate a bot inside a phone app now too. we have that technology um, at Slapshot Studio. Uh, but basically what you you know, when people come in, uh, you got to give them a reason to want to click and maybe engage. And this is where in the humanized, interactive, animated experience comes in. Because if you have, if you start having an animated character, uh, whether they pantomime or start talking to you, it raises your curiosity, right? So that curiosity, going back to neuroscience, is based on your crock brain, it's a fight or flight. It's like if you're raising curiosity, it's like I have to find out what this is, right? So it's driving the person to click on that to say, okay, what is this all about? And then if we're immediately engaging with them, now we now we have them in the experience, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And a lot of people, I think, are afraid of using bots. They're like, well, they're not going to, you know, my client, you know, the the people that are coming to me don't want to talk to a bot. They don't want that. I mean, how do you overcome that? Um, We overcome it again by uh, having the bot be funny and humanized. I I can't tell you, Ian, how many people, even when I first introduced Chase, you know, when we were putting all the animation, because we have animators on our staff and things like that. People were writing to me and saying, Chase is like, I'm laughing my head off. He's like super funny. We got it with Wilson. Um, You know, humor done right uh, can be very engaging for people. And if if it's entertaining and they're having fun and it's it's something that's interesting to them, uh, they're going to stay engaged. I I look at it like uh, here's a good analogy. Let's say uh, I'm a gym. I'm bricks and mortar. I'm a gym. And I uh, have people that come for weight loss. I have people that come for bodybuilding and muscle mass, and I have people that come for cardiovascular. So if, I, if I'm if i going to talk to them and they are interested in weight loss, my bot certainly is not going to talk to them about uh, going and lifting a bunch of heavy weights to bodybuild because they don't care. Mm-hmm. They're there for weight loss, right? So it's got to be relevant to what they're looking for, and that's also what keeps them engaged and is driven by them. 
Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. That's fantastic. That, and, and you, and you just tell people it's a bot up front trying to help them, right? Yeah, we don't. That's one thing that, that gets back to your other question that I've seen out there too, is you should never lie to your clients and fool them into thinking that, uh, they're talking to you. Now, I will say this. I've had several people go, am I talking to Peter or am I talking to the bot? But we never we never say that it's it's not a bot. And we always call, you know, we have uh, Wilson the bot. We have Chase the chat bot. We're working with a company, uh, a craft brewing company called Sumerian Brewing. They have Sargon. Uh, and Sargon is actual an actual warrior character from uh, the Sumerian uh, history. But he uh, he's kind of this edgy, but he's a beer drinking guy. And um, so he's funny and engaging, but he has this edgy side to him, too. Right. So it's like, you know, when we work with clients, we go through a complete discovery process about, okay, so what kind of personality do you want to have your bot have? And how does that express and and uh, represent your brand? Right. Because the bot just can't sit out there by itself. It has to represent the brand of the company. Yes. Yes. And it has to tell the company stories. Yeah, that's, that's correct. And that's that's what a bot can do in a very engaging way. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, and that's fantastic. Bots I I think are the next step. So, if I am a business, right? And I'm thinking about adding a bot to I'm like I want to use bots. What do you think is the very first step that any business that's not using bots right now should do? Well, I you know, the very first bot um that is a good one to start with is a lead gen bot. Um, and that's, we talked to a lot of different, um, uh, people about that, uh, about a lead gen bot. Um, they can come and uh, if they want to come, you know, chat with us, they can about like what kind of bot they would get. If they go to the, like I said, to the slapshotstudio.com forward slash chatbots, and they just click down, you know, they, they hit the, the demo button and then they look in their particular area, their category of business, and they watch the demo bot. Um, we have a free consultation at the end if they want to do that. Um, if not, they can go hang out over uh, if it's more of a, they, you know, they're a smaller business or solo entrepreneur and it's more of a do it yourself. They can join my uh, Chabot Nation on Facebook. Um, you just search Chabot Nation and, and uh, I'm in there talking a lot. Um, we've got a, I think it's over 3000 people in that group right now and it's growing every single day. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know so many people, especially if you're doing anything online at all. Chatbots are almost—it's—it's it's a no-brainer right now. It's—it's—it's it's, it's such an opportunity. I think it's probably, like you said, the biggest opportunity out there right now, especially for lead gen. I'm joining your group right now. We'll put the link in there. Um, and uh, you know, if if you, what's your one ninja tip right now with with chatbots? What's the one thing that you're like, man, this is what's really working, especially like in the lead gen sp- space, because I know everyone wants to use them. Um, I would say uh, they they should go in and try uh, contests right away. If there's anything, either contests or lead magnets. Um, lead magnets. If you've got uh, a guide, a free guide, a cheat sheet, uh, an ebook, a uh, master video series class, uh, I've we've I've been using that online and having again over eighty percent open rates and over like sixty or seventy percent click through rates on that. Uh, and you can collect the messenger or you can take them over to a landing page, no matter you know what tool you're using, and collect their email. Um, 
I'm not saying you don't, you know, don't collect email. I'm just saying that I think in the future, uh, email is going to be going away as we get more advanced technology and bots. So either a contest or a, a, a lead magnet. Um, but I will say this, the, the biggest thing, you know, I, I hung around in 95 uh, with my buddy Mark Hastings when I worked for Fluke Test and Measurement. And we were messing around with this thing called the Internet when it first started. Mm-hmm. You know, and back then, Ian, you could uh, buy domains for less than a buck. And I remember sitting there as a young guy thinking, should I buy these or should I now buy them? And I did. <laughs> and do you realize, you know, this last year, if I'd have bought insurance.com, which was available back then and I could have got it, uh, it sold for over $35 million. You know, these, these kinds of things, you guys, if you think about it in through your whole life, there are opportunities that have come and gone and you go, I wished I would have done it. I wished I would have taken advantage. I should have bought that house. I should have gotten an email when it was early. I should have gotten Facebook ads when it was early. Uh, this is another time as an early adopter. I strongly suggest that you really consider this for your business and get in now while you can because the boat's leaving the dock. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's it is, and it, it's not going to go away. Um, it, and such a fantastic opportunity! I'm so excited. Uh, well, definitely, as as you advance and more things come out with chatbots, because I can see. I mean, we're just it's the tip of the iceberg right now with it because yeah. of the interaction. Um, so I'm excited to definitely have you back, Peter. Um, and can you give us once again that link to where your chatbots are, so we can send people to it? Sure. It's uh, if you go to Slapshot Studio, not with an S at the end. So SlapshotStudio.com forward slash and then chat bots. So it's the C-H-A-T-B-O-T-S. S is in Sam. So it's chat bots, plural. That will take you through the whole uh, demo sequence and you can pick the demo that's appropriate to your business. And it'll really give you an idea. You'll be interacting with our bots and it'll give you an idea about uh, how you can utilize this for your business and uh probably blow your mind (laughs) awesome awesome well pierre thank you so much for being on the show i'd like to have you back sometime talk neuroscience a little more and tell us some of the other stories uh but definitely we'll check out all your awesome chatbot information and you guys get going with this like like pierre said the boat is leaving the port so um thank you very much for being on the show Thank you. Anyway, I'm very grateful to be on the show. It was, I, you know, it was a wonderful time. I had a great experience. Yeah, thank you. And thank you all for listening to Peter and I and uh, taking us on your journey. And this has been the Garlic Marketing Show. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook.